What makes a person of interest? So now we're getting into a discussion about prey drive. Sorry. But, but, but let me tell you why this is important. Because that's the book I'm writing right now called Flip the Switch. Why do we lose our prey drive? Why do we become complacent? We live in the greatest country in the world, guys. If I took you to a third world country where they don't even have water, you'd have a whole new appreciation for what we have in America. Right or wrong? If, I, if you were afraid of losing everything you got, you'd pick up the phone and call somebody. So let me tell you a trick. This is a technique I use. Uh, I am highly motivated by fear of loss, Steve. I love this lodge. One of the best investments I ever made. Uh, we book it, we rent it. I, I booked it at lunch. Somebody wanted to rent it. We rent it. It makes money. We're about to add tiny cabins on it. We're about to put about a quarter of a million, about 500,000 in this thing to add tiny cabins so people can stay here, the barns, all kinds of stuff. Cause I want it to be a money generating machine. Okay. Um, man, I can't imagine having to sell it cause I don't have enough money to have it. So psychologists call that mental subtraction. It's a, it's a technique that I wake up and pretend to lose something I love. Okay? And guess what that motivates me to do? Make sure I don't ever lose it. I love that private jet. <laughs> okay? Now, now, so here's what deal. <laughs> Mine stays in Nashville at the hangar. And, um, man, I love it because it's just, I don't know how to explain it. Until you have one, it's hard to explain. Um, but, but here's the deal. I can't imagine not having it because I got to sell it. Everybody with me? Yeah. That activates my prey drive. The reason your prey drive goes dormant is because you got it good. And satisfied needs never motivate. Only unsatisfied needs. So what happens in America is got a good life, got a good house, we drive a good car. Everything's pretty good. This is actually one of the worst things for your prey drive. You need a challenge. You need a competition. You need a nemesis. See, as a coach, I always had a nemesis. I hated that dude. I'm nice, nice hated him. But man, I, I would not sleep at night trying to figure out how to beat that dude. He made me better. And we just went at it, man, for years. This ain't like a one-year thing. This is like a decade. And, and I got into business, and I noticed, man, everybody's too comfortable. All their needs are met. They work in nice little offices and everybody's happy. And, you know, and, and I'm like, somebody's got to flip that switch in people. So what flips the switch? Competition flips it. Uh, fear of loss will flip it, which is my number one activator, by the way, fear of loss. Uh, environment will activate your prey drive. Being, being in an environment where there's expectation. And this is the problem with real estate is there's nobody holding you accountable to say, hey, let's go. You're playing at a baby level compared to what you're capable of doing. See where I'm going? There's nobody pushing you, pushing you, okay? Um, then you've got exposure to big-time people or environments will activate your prey drive. And, and here's a big one. Embarrassment will activate your prey drive. When I'm like, man, I'm embarrassed. This is embarrassing that I can't figure this out, right? All of these are important ingredients to activating one's prey drive, now, what happens when the prey drive is activated? Watch out. Now you got that chip back on your shoulder. Now it's like, let's go. Let's go do this. I'm sick of playing around, right? So we had about four or five people who wanted to rent this place. And my wife has an assistant who's incredible named Tori Beth. 
and and she kind of handles my wife's affairs and everything my wife needs. And she got, a, by the way, she's got a bigger staff than I do. Don't tell her I said that, but she does. <laughs> but she got a nanny and she's got an assistant and you know what I mean? So, so her assistant is really good, but there are four people who wanted to rent this lodge, right? And I said, give me the phone numbers right now. I'm closing all four of them at lunch. <laughs> See, she would call them and talk to them and explain this is how much it cost. Would you, right? They were all just sitting there. So I just called them. And I said, how much do you have in your budget? How much did you have budgeted for this? Right? And they said, well, we had this much. I said, tell you what, I'll do it. If you'll do it right now, I'll do it at this rate. Would you do it at this rate? Yes, sir. Book it then. I said, give me the next one. That's, that's pre-drive. Because, because if I say it's five grand to book it and they say I'd I, I do it at $3,500, it's still $3,500 to rent a property that's going to help pay the note on it. Yes or no? Okay. So I went down there and created four, five, six thousand dollars just by picking up the phone and calling people. That's a skill. But but you know what it really is? Prey drive. And prey drive is like a hunting dog pursuing something. That's what prey drive is, okay? So when you look up here, it's typically this one right here. So, Stephen, I would tell you you need big because goals, maybe a bigger B. Maybe you need to practice mental subtraction. Maybe you need to be around people thinking bigger than you. Okay, these are things that will flip that switch in you guys. Okay, now all of this pl plays into being a person of interest. I've never met a lazy person of interest. See, if I got into the auctioneer business, you know what my goal would be? To be the number one guy in the world. So I'd want to go, who's number one? And how do I beat him or her? Right? How do I go get it? Who is it? Who's my target? What do I want to do? And, and that's part of being a person of interest, okay? And so, so these are important components. Now, any more questions about these, these things? Because these are what I call the basics of being a person of interest. Specific knowledge, impeccable skill, incredible prey drive, contagious confidence. If you want to do something big, and if you want to do something small, have a little, little prey drive, <laughs> right? Have a little bitty prey drive, have a little bit of knowledge, have a little bit of skill, have a little bit of confidence. And you'll have a little bit of success, okay? And that Alan Jackson says, "All right, to be a little bitty, but not in this song, not in this case, okay?" That fear of losing something, that fear of not having enough, that will activate your prey drive. Now, go back to go back to when you were number one. What habits did you have? What things have you gotten away from doing? How many of you gotten away from things that used to make you great? Right now. And, and we've been set up in America by this, by the way, over the last couple of years. More money pumped into the economy than ever. Easy. We have actually been set up to fail. I believe this. It all goes to zero at midnight. I don't care how much you got. It could all go away tomorrow. And I wake up thinking like that. So what's happened is the way America's been the last two years has given us a false positive. And that false positive has lulled us into being a little lazy. So mortgage originators quit prospecting like they should. Now rates have gone up. They're like, oh my God, I'm screwed. No, you should have been prospecting the whole time as if you were broke. There comes a time when winter asks what you did all spring and summer. So if you, if you start feeling that competitiveness coming back, you go back to the habits that made you number one. Now why? Because man, it's embarrassing not being number one when I'm capable of being number one. I don't like seeing myself on the leaderboard at a low place. So these are things that will spur you or activate something inside of you to take action, which is good. That's what we're trying to do. I've never met a lazy person of interest. Never. Okay? So, so you got a big because goal. That's what I love about that. Okay? 
All right, looks like we got some good stuff online. We're about to take a break. We got Ruth Wells digging in right there. Skills, read people quickly. I like that. Prey drives being developed. She's in the coaching program. Okay. I got John Brown coming back, taking a state situation for the assets which fit the needs of the client. Knowledge is lifetime and marketing asset. Okay, that's good. Agricultural related. Okay, good. See, what you're doing is you're building your arsenal here, guys. Now, what comes next after I have these skills? What I got to start moving into? Marketing. Packaging and marketing. This ain't business. This is what? Show business. Show business. And until you understand that, you just think it's magically going to happen, man. It's not magically going to happen. You got to make it happen, okay? I had my daughter watch The Greatest Showman in the World. And I said, what'd you learn from that? You know what she said? Daddy, they were so mean to him. I said, that's not what I wanted you to learn. <laughs> I wanted you to see how great of a showman P.T. Barnum was. He knew how to get people to the circus. That was his skill. You have got to learn how to get people to the circus. Those are leads. Those are eyeballs. Those are people, okay? And, and, and if you don't get people to the circus, here's what you're going to have, a leads problem. You're going to say, man, I just don't have enough leads. I just don't have enough leads. I just don't have enough leads. This is where marketing comes in, marketing and promotion, okay? All right, let's take a short break, about 10 minutes, and then we'll just keep on rolling, folks. Before I get started, there is one very important question I have to ask you. Coach Michael Burt, Monster Producer Academy CEO. He's a personal friend of mine. What good is it to have knowledge with no desire? What good is it to have desire with no skill? What good is it to have knowledge and skill with no confidence? A big part of activating your prey drive is finding and refining your talent. This is something that helps you get to the next place. People are made up of four parts, a body, a mind, a heart and a spirit. You need to know you, and then you need to have an awareness, and sometimes you don't even know what you need. So all four parts of our nature have to be clicking. Your hard skill solves my problem. The bigger the problem, the more money people are paid to solve it. Everything is valuable to your future. What I'm really paying you for is your past. A monster producer combines multiple skills to dominate a market. When you get to wake up every day and do what you love doing, man, it is hard not to be motivated. They think at a higher ordinance than everybody else. They want to create new things. I have a conviction about me, and that's the conviction that you feel when I talk, when I speak. It comes across as passion. you got to learn how to connect to another person at such a deep level that it moves them. You have goals, you have targets, but you don't have a sense of urgency. They're going to exchange money, energy. They're going to raise capital. They're going to start new businesses. There's going to be joint ventures. I think your purpose finds you. It is activated. The word activate means to initiate. Discipline, which is a derivative of the word disciple, which means to give yourself to a person or cause you believe in. Do you believe in your future, yes or no? When we know better, we do better. Finding the problem that you are uniquely qualified to solve, and you don't know what problem you really solve for whom, then there is no big financial exchange right there. You should leave here thinking bigger today than when you came. And I want to shake your hand and look you in the eyeball when you make this decision. Thank you. We'll see you in the back. God bless you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.